Yabba-dabba-doo. It is the LearnDigitalAdvertising.com podcast. Good morning, Juan. This is Rick. Hey, guys. Juan online here. All right. Today, we are going to jump right into the concept of review boosting and uh, what that means and how it works and how to do it and how not to do it. And uh, maybe, Juan, let's get started with what exactly is review boosting software? What does it do? What's the goal? Yeah. So review review boosting. Um, so if you have a, I guess, a, a local business, uh, you have a, say, for, provide a service or a product for customers, and they happen to give you their emails. Uh, as you collect these emails, what happens is you can set it up with particular software for them to reach out and engage with these happy clients that you have just serviced. And they pretty much um, encourage the, the user to take a survey. And then the happy users get links to write the review for your business. And then the unhappy users are told to contact you via a form. And the interesting part is I just ran one of these campaigns for the first time, and I've never seen, uh, I guess, a response uh, in that fashion. And, and the total of 30 reviews came in in a very short time. It's a really interesting thing. And That's huge. Yeah. 30 positive reviews. And what network were you promoting on that one? That was a uh, Google. It was a uh, Google reviews. Just in Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's a great result, especially considering that you know you go through those Google reviews, you see them a lot in search results, um, and you know there are businesses that have probably been around for the better part of fifteen years and have five reviews. Yeah, and I, to pull thirty in a in an afternoon. It's huge. And, and sweet. reviews are just a, a pain point. Not everyone is interested in filling out a, a, a form. And I, the, the, the complainers, if you're upset about something, yeah, you're going to fill out a form and let everyone know. But if you're happy and everything's going well, there's no really need for you to do anything else and just enjoy that everything worked out well. So Yeah. And in doing these, we've done these a time or two over uh, the years and I wanted to address some of the considerations because one of the first things we hear from a lot of our clients, uh, first of all, the first question is, is this against the rules? <laughs> and uh, that's that's an that's an interesting, you know, you know, thing that everybody feels bound by rules. First of all, the Google rules and the Amazon rules and the Yelp rules and all of that. Um, you know, we see this very much as putting your your best foot forward. Um, your the goal of this really is to identify your your brand ambassadors and to have them be ambassadors and write that review. Um, Anyone who took like a traditional marketing, you know, degree in in college is going to learn that, you know, the average happy customer tells three people, but the average unhappy customer tells nine. So what we're doing with this is trying to combat that and really put the best foot forward. Now, when it comes down to the specific rules, it is a legitimate concern and something you want to pay attention to. when you take Google, for example, um, you know, what is what is Google's terms of service? What is their policy on this? And if you get caught gaming it or, you know, promoting yourself in a way that is against what they want, you know, what are, what are the possible repercussions? Uh, and in short, the answer with Google is none at all. Um, you know, you have networks like Amazon that are a little more finicky. If you're an Amazon seller, um, you're actually you got to sort of structure this a little differently where you don't as exclusively send happy customers to Amazon to write reviews. Amazon just likes an even uh, sort of an even view. So you can send everybody to write reviews. They're fine with that, but sort of partitioning the happy and unhappy. It it makes you raise an eyebrow. If you see one product with a hundred five star reviews, you know, 
Uh, Absolutely, it's not something that's natural, and they gotta enforce it in some way. Everything with digital, right? Is keep it keep it looking natural, uh, and and that's uh, you know a good approach. Um, You know, then the second consideration that we always get there a question really is, well, what if someone writes a bad review, right? And uh, again, that goes back to unhappy customers are going to write the bad review anyways. The goal of review boosting is to sort of, I wouldn't just say bury those bad reviews, but it really is. It's really to get enough positive reviews so that even though that there are some bad ones that provide that balance, there there's a, it's another a lot of word. good customers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, balance. Balance is everything. So, so Juan, you had mentioned a, a specific scenario where you sent these out. Um, how many customers did you have to reach out to the software obviously sends this email for you. How many customers did you have to reach out for to see 30 reviews? So I think from that's important for marketers. Recollection, I believe it was in the upper hundreds, the eight or 900, I believe. It was pretty. Okay, so that drop off is number. pretty substantial. 30 reviews is a lot, but you also need to reach out to, let's just say, a, a round number of 1,000 <laughs> to get 30 reviews. Um, and that. I think to some people it may be discouraging. It's like I don't have a thousand customers a year, you know, or, or something. Um, but all that said, if you take your current review level on any network, and even if you just doubled the pace and added positive reviews, it still can be very impactful. Yeah. And that end user sees you in search results, and the reviews show up, and you have, you know, instead of having three, you have twenty-seven, and you know, people can really read through real comments. Um, it can be a big uh, deciding factor into whether to come visit you, whether to even try to do business with you. So um, definitely definitely a consideration, but definitely a big drop-off too. The higher volume you are, the more impactful, obviously, you can be on this. So, yeah, I, I mean, as far as normal digital marketing efforts go, I mean, that sounds like a, a pretty good percentage, 3% for that effort. It's an effort that wouldn't be there otherwise. So. Uh, You can Absolutely. learn about this and more on LearnDigitalAdvertising.com. I'm Juan. I'm signing out. All right, Rick, signing out. <laughs>